Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode we have Netflix 303rd film from 2020. It's the Christmas romantic comedy Operation Christmas Drop, directed by Martin Wood, and it stars Kat Graham and Alexander Ludwig. I'm Jesse, I'm your host, thanks for joining along for this uh, Christmas-themed episode. Um, Not really near Christmas at the moment, but that is okay. Uh, As always, if you are keen on checking this film out, you haven't seen the film, do give us a pause and come back a little bit later on, because we'll spoil the film at various stages. We kick the show off with the fast flicks, where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one's about a politician who's sent to the Pacific to shut down a military base, but will the island win her over? We'll have to wait and find out, I guess. Uh, Let's talk about how this one ended up on Netflix. So we go back to May of 2019, where it was reported that Cat Graham and Alexander Ludwig would star in the film for Netflix from a screenplay by Greg Rosson and Brian Sawyer. Production of the film took place on the U.S. territory of Guam, and it's one of the first movies ever to be filmed in Guam to receive a wide distribution. This story, it's actually loosely based on the real-life U.S. Air Force Operation Christmas Drop humanitarian mission, which uh, the end credits give lots of information about it. It's a co-sort of uh, effort with Japan and Australia, and um, yeah, nice little interesting facts about the actual real-life story at the end of the film as well. Uh, Andrew, Andrew's one of our main characters. So the house that they use for him in the film, it's actually the real sorting house that they actually use in this real uh, operation on the Anderson Air Force Base in Guam. And this is where the volunteers sort and store the donations each year. This film, when it was released, was number one on Netflix after the first week, and it dropped to number three in the second week. However, there has been some backlash around this film among many of the locals in Guam about the film, um, with some people even describing the film as propaganda. One local woman called Ashley Gonzalez said that she was disappointed to see how Guam was represented when she sat down to watch the film with friends. She went on to say, the first thing that really triggered was the way they say our language. Like, if you're going to speak in our language, at least say it in the right pronunciation, she said. Another local resident called Shannon Sengabau McManus described the film as propaganda and explained that she wished the movie had told a bigger picture story about the relationship between Guam and the US military bases. She went on to say, I wish they would have told the fuller story of how there is deep trauma that our people are dealing with with the whole presence of the US military in Micronesia and nuclear testing and cancer, she said. They make mockery of us, us happy natives with symbiotic relationships with the military, but it's not that at all, she said. So, um, I guess that's a little bit sad that the locals, once the production team had packed up and left, uh, were a little bit upset with how the final product turned out. This film... It was released on the 5th of November 2020, so um, obviously just in time for Christmas. As I said, it was filmed in Guam um, on that Anderson Air Force Base run by the US. It was nominated at the CAFTCAD Awards for Best Costume Design in an International Feature, so not too bad there. What are the translations around the world? In French, it's called A Christmas That Fell From The Sky. Okay, understand that. In German, it's called All Good Things Come From Above. Don't mind that one at all. Then we're going to start uh, turning into some ones that I'm probably not sold on. Uh, Japanese, it's called Operation Christmas Drop, a miracle that falls on a southern island. Uh, A bit too much in that title for me. In Polish, it's uh, Gifts from Heaven. 
Uh, I don't think there was any actual mention of heaven uh, in this film at all. And finally, this is the worst one. In Turkish, it's called Christmas Gift Bombing. Oh, man. I think, <laughs> I think the translation of that word is uh, not great. So, uh, sorry, Turkey. Fix your title. <laughs> what are the critics and audiences saying about this film? So, on Rotten Tomato, it sits at 47%. That's on 17 reviews. That is rotten. The audience has it at 41%. That's on more than 100 ratings. So, also rotten. IMDb sits at a 5.8 out of 10 on 13,000 ratings. So, not too good either. Letterboxd, even lower, 2.2 out of 5 on a bit over 11,000 ratings, but it's been logged by 18,000 people. And on Metacritic, on our traffic light system of green, yellow, and red, the Critics sits at 47 out of 100 on four critic reviews, so that is yellow, so pretty much exactly the same as Rotten Tomatoes. And the audience sits at a 4.3 out of 10 on seven reviews. That is also yellow, so not positive at all. What are my early thoughts? Sorry to say, um... This was ordinary. <laughs> There's literally one moment at the end of the film that made me think maybe I was emotionally invested in this film, but looking back, this film's utter garbage, sorry. Uh, apologies to everyone involved in this film, but let's look at the characters. So, our real characters, I guess, that we need to talk about. We've got Erica. She's this uh, tightly wound up Washington aide who's burying family issues beneath this these career goals, I guess. She's like a ladder climber who uses her co-worker, uh, her name was Sally, I think, to keep her in the loop in trying to push her way to the top of work and make sure she's like one st step ahead of her boss, the congresswoman. Uh, her mum passed away, so she's avoiding her dad because he's got a new partner. Doesn't Isn't really covered. That's just sort of like a side note there. It's all about her career, really. And falling in love, I guess, with this Captain Andrew dude who's this wholesome Air Force guy who... <laughs> He's always putting humanitarian projects before his personal relationships. Apparently, he's obsessed with Christmas. Um, and the reason that he was bought into this story and the reason why Eric has to come out is because there was this post that went up with a photo of him dressed up as eye candy Santa almost. And he's uh, and this is ridiculous. He, he, his call sign in the military is claws. Like, not Santa Claus, but claws, C-L-A-W-S, meaning can't leave anyone without Santa. <laughs> Come on, this and on screen he just looks like a meathead. So uh, yeah, not not a big fan. The only other character that sort of plays a part, I guess, is this congresswoman Bradford lady. She's uh, appointed the head of um, base realignment and closure, and and she's out to make some tough cuts, and that's why Eric is there to sort of uh, report back to her on what's actually going on in the Pacific. The director. Martin Wood, um, 53 directing credits, a lot of Christmas movies. Um, actually, it's a lot of good TV um, that he's done, I guess. We've got 18 episodes of that Virgin River TV series and 47 episodes of Stargate SG and 29 of Stargate Atlantis as well. So uh, a bit of sci-fi sort of stuff there too, which is interesting. Let's talk about some scenes. What are the ones that stood out? What are the ones I didn't like? There's only one scene that I liked in this film. It's right at the end of the film where Erica flies Andrew's family in for him for Christmas using the dodgy methods that he's already spoken about, about how not to use taxpayer funds to get what you need. I thought that was nice, but the rest of it was all super ordinary. Uh, we'll start out like Andrew takes Erica to her accommodation when she lands on at Guam and talks about geckos being good luck. And then there's this CGI 3D model of a gecko on the wall. This is like some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. It was horrendous. Um, Erica, she, he like Andrew takes her to the beach and then she steals the Jeep from him and just leaves him on the beach. Just what a bitch. Like, seriously, like it just didn't make you want to like, like her at all. Um, Erica's told at one stage by her bosses back in America not to drink their Kool-Aid because, you know, that's just what people who live on beautiful Pacific Island locations do. Uh, the whole village setup where Erica, it's set up for her to visit and learn how to give and the, the idea of giving back to people. 
it just looked like there's a it's not a theme park but it's like an adventure sort of land in hawaii like talks about their culture and stuff it looked like the set of that to be honest um and then at the village there's this song where andrew gets a ukulele and the town and erica just joins in singing a carol so lame so and there's more moments like that where there's just songs for no real reason uh after erica comes back to the base from you know giving away her handbag and realizing you know how it can be nice to give things away she walks in to see andrew and you know this is the first time we see her hair's all undone it's scraggy it's all over the place instead of like this you know slicked back sort of hair and this businesswoman like attire oh man the character change like just wow <laughs> then there's this fundraiser uh, where andrew asks erica to dance and she does this weird ass sort of like dancing it's just horrible and then there's a tradition apparently when they pack the boxes that they take the microphone and sing and Andrew and Erica joins in just another lame musical moment. Uh, there's this typhoon that's coming to, to wipe the island out and make sure that the Christmas operation drop can't happen to, to tell us as an audience that that's happening. There's a shot of some palm trees blowing in the wind and some rain. Ah, uh, oh, come on. Like just so cheap. Uh, finally that Congresswoman Angela lady at the end, you know, she comes out and finally comes around and realizes that the work they're doing is good. And she hugs Erica and Erica cries. Oh man, just, just so ordinary. Uh, what's this film trying to say? Themes, ideas, obviously it's all feel good stuff. So it's a Christmas film. So you got to, you know, the feels of Christmas, the spirit of Christmas, being with family. You know, if there's a will, there's a way sort of idea. Um, and the human side too, being human, like giving aid, humanitarian work, doing things for the good of others, helping people, all those sorts of things, you know, all very lovely. But on the other hand, as I mentioned at the start, the might of the US military though, you know, the, you know, are they doing the good deeds of the world? Are they making people happy? But at the same time, what's the impact that they're having? Um, Cause that's a little bit sad too. What did I take away from this film? I guess the idea of highlighting the true story of what the military does with the Christmas drop is nice, but a nice idea doesn't make a nice film. Like show us what some of the locals are actually saying. We barely got any voice from any of the locals and that was quite frustrating, I guess, in a film like this. IMDb. We often jump on sometimes to say, hey, did we recognize any of the cast or anyone on screen? Cat uh, Graham, like Erica, as soon as she was on the screen, I was like, she's from some crap Netflix film that we've seen before. Uh, I couldn't remember which one. So she's been in two that we've covered on this show. So another Christmas film called The Holiday Calendar. She was the main character in that. So, uh, there's obviously an episode on that on our back catalog. And also this horrible sci-fi one called How It Ends, which we've also done an episode on. I'm probably not selling either of the films for you to go back and rewatch and listen to, but uh, she's been in a couple. So that's where I recognized her for, from, I guess. And also I did watch a little bit of The Vampire Diaries, the TV show, because she was in 171 episodes of The Vampire Diaries. So uh, some big credits there. All right, uh, questions, some pondering, some ideas. <laughs> the cardboard boxes that they pack to put all these gifts in and then they drop them out of a helicopter onto these islands. It looks like they're gonna land in the ocean. I know and I understand that the military's perfected how to do, do this sustainably and, and use parachutes so that can be reused and things like that. But these prop boxes that they were using in the film, they would have just dissolved in the water. That, that felt really ordinary for me. Uh, and a final thing, I like this. There's this quote from, I think it's called UK Film Review, uh, where they talk about the performances in this film. And they say, Ludwig and Graham simply have less chemistry than Trump and Melania. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. I uh, thought that was a good quote. All right, let's wrap this up. We give the film a rating out of five. For me, the, the film, it just can't redeem itself. You know, there was that one good scene at the end, but it doesn't redeem itself. It just does so much wrong that it, it was really hard to push through. Uh, Netflix has a lot of better Christmas offerings. Um, and if this is what we've got to look forward to in the next few weeks with more of the 2020 um, Netflix Christmas films coming, I'm a little bit worried. Uh, I'm giving this a one and a half out of five. 
pretty low for me. We're on socials. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and X, formerly known as Twitter. The question that I wanted to put out with this post is like, do you live by that motto of service before self? Do you always put others before yourself? I'd like to think I do. I really do like to think that I that I do. But obviously, you know, at times that's hard to do. So, I, you know, good on the characters in this film for realizing that doing everything for other people is a good thing to do. Uh, we're back next week. Next week, we're back into the international films. We've got a film from Nigeria from 2020. It's a drama called Citation. This one's directed by Kumle Afolayan and stars Jimmy Jean Lewis, Timmy Otodola, and Bukini Oluswashina. Um Nigerian film. Done a couple uh, now on Netflix. I think this might be our third Netflix original film from Nigeria. So I think I've enjoyed both the other ones. Uh, so I'm actually looking forward to this. Hopefully it's good. As always, thanks for hanging out and I'll see you next week.